This week on our community Discord stage, we just beat the main story of Minecraft Dungeons. Project Aussie starts tomorrow, which is season four of our modded Minecraft series, and then we find out what kind of sharks we are. We also get into some different Mexican foods and finish off with In Space with Markiplier. If you want to join in on the shenanigans and catch this podcast live, you can do so every Monday at 8 p.m. Mountain Time on the Spontaneous Discord server. And if you want to send in any of your own questions, you can do so live or send them in by email to spontaneous at gmail.com. But welcome back to the weekly community Discord stage. I thought it was about time we started one exactly on time instead of me being late about things. Uh, command center chat should be open. Uh, hey, Godron, it's good to see you. Welcome, welcome. Man, I'm excited. We've got the uh, Project uh, Aussie. It's it's what we're calling it, Project Aussie. It starts tomorrow. Uh, I, I guess we never really talked about what it stands for, and it's the uh, Overworld Space science initiative <laughs> so we thought we thought we really liked that so uh yeah the overworld space science initiative yeah yeah no okay yeah just double check my notes yeah that's what we got for it i think it, we've been uh doing a bit of prep work for it for a little while now and yeah ooh, it's gonna be good there's a bunch of new mods in it that are gonna that i've never had the chance to experience before there's some that i haven't done anything with for a very long time and i'm really excited to play around with them but what we did find out is this mod pack also has a little bit of progression but a fraction compared to how the other one is the kind of progression that this one has is not where things are locked like recipes are locked behind stuff like that it's a it's where or, or so I should I should say it's not that recipes are locked behind achievements or defeating certain things. That's not uh, that's not a deal. You have access to all the recipes. It's just certain recipes are missing, and you have to find other things to get them. For example, the regular recipe for flint and steel is gone, and now you have to use flint and an actual steel ingot. And steel ingot has to be made through these advanced things. So going to some of these more dangerous locations are much different and i'm kind of excited for it uh hello doing good i've been thinking about ways to progress the lore on what causes the dimensions to act like they do but you have no idea well, that's completely fair so what do you mean by dimensions and what they do hey sir daku it's good to see you are you talking about like the dimensions between each world or like the worlds that we jump between because that's gonna that's gonna change a little bit. we might have i might have some lore reasons that i can share with you right now the what? The what? You meant the worlds? Okay. So, what we have right now for the universe that we're creating within the ongoing SMP stuff, we still don't have... So, originally, it was all just going to be separate SMP when we first started it, uh, but now we've changed it, and things have adapted and grown to the point where we're like, we like the idea of all these continuous worlds that we travel between, but now um, what we've got for it right now is um be how do i explain it um i mean it's basically it's basically every world's kind of exists i guess world's not the right term for it right because i'm saying world but technically it's like a it it's like a it's it's like a realm right there's a there's Every every realm has its own like overworld and nether and possibly and you know depending on what realm it is there's other dimensions as well, um, and so each realm. See, we we gotta find another we gotta find a different word for realm and we gotta find a different word than, uh, than world. 
But you know, we'll, we'll just stick with world for now since we've been using uh, all these for for the longest time. But so each of these worlds just kind of the universe is in a constant state of flux. So it's always there's just pow massive amounts of of powers and energies far beyond our comprehension that are swirling around in all sorts of different ways, and for some reason the powers and energies at work here are creating these different worlds and um some worlds will last for a long time like they could last for hundreds of thousands of years so there could go there could be worlds where there's there's been, there've been thousands of generations that have gone by and because of that they just there's there's basically no knowledge or experience or know-how of of how this jumping works and then there's others that could last for moments like maybe a a world could appear for like a couple seconds, a, a few minutes, some for like a couple hours, some for like a couple years. So th there there's it's very different all over the place. And the 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 reasoning and the logic behind that part of the universe is so that it gives us the ability to play a bunch of different things and have a bunch of different uh things because some mod packs are going to be are going to be shorter. Some are going to be longer based on just the mechanics that are inside it. You know, sometimes we'll do little one-off things here and there. Sometimes we'll do longer things. The best example is there is a mod pack that I've been that I've got slated. I don't know when we're gonna do it. It's not. It's gonna be basically like a week-long thing where we've got scheduled events, and so the server will only be alive will be live during the scheduled events for it. So that way we can try and find a way to get everybody to uh, come in and play in it. And then um, just because of the way it's set up and the mod pack is called Blockfront, where it's it's kind of like Minecraft's version of Battlefront, where we've got uh, guns and shooting like a, in like a, a multiplayer first person shooter kind of thing in Minecraft. And so it'd be really fun to do some of those weird little mod packs as well and have them as like a, a canonical thing where it's like we jump from one world and we end up in this place and we've got these little different like staged events and things that go on for a week and then uh and then you know it all ends and then we jump back into like the normal progression like the longer form mod packs so we could do things with all these little tiny mod packs where we can turn mini games or smaller or, or like mini mod packs into their own worlds and universes guns and minecraft i know sir Ducku, it's crazy isn't it but you should check it out if you get a chance just google Blockfront and take a look at it and there's a bunch of neat things going on with it it's not like the world's greatest mod pack but it's it's basically battlefront but in minecraft which is kind of neat with with guns and medics and i believe there's different like classes and, and abilities and, and upgrades and stuff like that we would do it as like a as a one-time kind of like a couple small little events so as if like this world we jumped to this world that it was like in some sort of like war or battle and we would and fight each other and uh <laughs> i would but i'm very tired you don't have to look it up if you don't want to it's it's all good i just meant like if someone if if the idea of it interested someone um so it, it, there's just a lot of really neat things at play with that where it'd just be cool to explore something that or or if we because one of the things I thought was really cool that they did with the Dream SMP is I don't remember the guy's name, but his whole character's origin backstory stuff was that he was a time traveler. Carl. Oh, Sir Duck, you knew exactly what I was talking about. I'm pretty sure it was Carl, right? So Carl was this time traveler and he would travel between these go through these different times and get a bunch of the people from the Dream SMP on and then they would play out all these different scenarios. 
And because of how our world works with jumping from worlds, it gives us the opportunity to do little things like that with everybody. That's just like canonically like a progressive kind of thing. Maybe we'll have we'll do somewhere. It's like worlds that would take place in the past, like before the events of certain servers or some after we could do those. However, we want build our own timeline, do anything we want with those. And uh, eventually the idea is we'll have these. I mean, who knows if it'll go this direction. This is just kind of what I'm thinking right now is we'll have these longer seasons kind of the idea um, where it's like right now, if we were to do it that way, like, for example, Project Aussie, it would be technically season four. Right. And then maybe when season four ends, we have these mini stories that take place before season five starts. So it gives people a chance to have a break from the um, the server or, or from the modded Minecraft stuff and gives them a chance to go around and play with uh other element oh my god i had a mini panic attack i thought i wasn't recording my audio right now <laughs> but uh you know play with play with other little smaller contained stories um in these other things and then eventually come back into the other uh bigger mod packs and i think that would be a lot of fun i think it'd be a lot of uh, uh, i think there's a lot of cool ideas that we can we can play off and around that and with doing this jumping thing as well the it allows us to be able to tell our own stories outside of it too like if i wanted if i had this neat idea for this weird little world i could just make a video invite a couple people into it and we could just play through like a or or do like some scripted stuff in this other thing and have it as these other stories going on um is uh uh yeah we could have these other stories going on from like previous worlds that we were in that we just go back and kind of like redo these other events as like these little these little tales and 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 small short adventures and there's a lot of stuff that i think would be just so cool to do with that all i understand is worlds epic yes different timelines <laughs> so there's uh yeah that's kind of my thoughts with it and uh, and, a, and a bunch of stuff uh that i want to do with that i don't want to talk about it too too much because some of it might not happen and it would suck to talk about some things that uh, people might get really excited for and then just be disappointed that it doesn't happen but man we finished the main story of minecraft dungeons whoa it's actually kind of cool i was really worried when we were getting close to the end of minecraft dungeons because like how are they going to end this and how are they going to continue the dlc Right. How's the story going to progress into the first DLC? Because we were for those that haven't played Minecraft Dungeons and you don't want the story spoiled for you, then uh, close your ear holes. And when I wave at you, you can't see me, but when I wave at you, you know, it's safe to unclose your ear holes. But uh, <laughs> I mean, for those that have played Minecraft Dungeons and they haven't been yet, there's some stuff we can talk about here without spoiling things and. Uh, we know that the story of Minecraft Dungeons is this arch illager comes in and uh, uses his uh, with his illagers, raids this village, captures and uh, and basically kidnaps all these villagers from this village and takes them him off, takes them off far to the east, uh, heading towards what uh, I believe in the beginning. We know that they're heading towards the Redstone Mines. So our goal is to go and rescue the villagers. Uh, we find some along the way. We eventually make it to the mines, and uh, by now I believe we've rescued most of the villagers. Then we find out that they're that the they're not just stealing all these people, right? The arch has 
taken all the I don't I don't remember if the, what the reason was for taking the people, but uh, the Archilogers now made it to the redstone mines and they're they're mining for all of this redstone, trying to collect all a bunch of it and use it for these these terrible, terrible things, which we find out that it's some sort of forge to build these massive creatures of stone and redstone that just destroy and wreak havoc upon villages all across the land. So we go and we destroy the forge, stopping that. And then the archiliger begins going around and trying to collect these other dark or these other powers from other locations around the world. And we go to each, we go to the different locations to try and stop them or to stop him, and then eventually face him at his tower and uh, uh, to go and to kill him. Now, if you're worried about spoilers, now's the time to go for like two minutes and then come back after. But uh, I was really worried when we got to this point because I was like, how are they going to do this? How are they going to progress to the next? Because we know there's two DLC. One of them's the nether. One of them's the end. I believe the end is the next is the second DLC. And then I think the nether is or the third D or, or sorry, there's the first and the second DLC. So I think the end is this, the first DLC and the nether is the second. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what that's what it is. Um, and I was like, how are they going to tie this in? And I loved how it ended up being that the Arch Illager might not actually have been evil. There might have been this dark ender force that was manipulating him and controlling him. He still did terrible things. And I was a little disappointed on how the ending uh, came across for, for dungeons. But it was really cool how when we went, we defeated him. And then essentially this, this ender creature burst up out of the ground. And then we began fighting that. And so then we had our tie in to the end. And I, th I just I thought that was really cool. And it makes me really, really excited to, to download DLC and uh, and try that out. Although I'm a little I was a little cautious because a few people or concerned because a few people mentioned that there is a uh, season two is going to be starting soon for Minecraft Dungeons on the 20th. And with it, the way people worded it and talked about it, I thought there was going to be a bunch of story stuff added into this uh is it safe to come back yet uh yes yes it is <laughs> so i was really worried how they were because uh, minecraft dungeon season two is starting on the 20th and it sounded like from how they worded it and how people were talking about it that it was going to be a bunch of new story stuff added with it but that doesn't seem to be the case so minecraft dungeon season one i guess they is what they called it and that added in this tower that you could go and explore and a bunch of levels and things to collect and uh basically everything to do with this tower and now season two is i believe revamping the tower so the tower is going to be kind of you you'll be exploring the tower again but this time as if you were exploring it during the night and there'll be different mod or different mobs different creatures new items i believe some different powers as well uh, or artifacts and apparently some very dangerous and crazy fire creatures that are uh, apparently going to give even some of this the seasoned veterans some difficulty. So uh, we're probably going to mess because what's today? Today is the fourth. Uh, we have the 11th. Oh, you know, what? we're fine. We're fine. So I was thinking we were going to do because I want to keep I want to play this again on Monday. So next Monday, we're going to do some more Minecraft dungeons. But I might we might start the DLC on Monday and then I think the 18th will or maybe we should just do the tower next. Maybe we should just try the tower on Monday, see what we can do with that, get a bit of an experience with it. That way we can at least say that we participated in it, because once season two starts, I don't think we can do the tower 
like how it is right now. So I'd like to be able to experience it how it is. And then, yeah, maybe maybe we'll do the tower again on the 18th. I don't know. But then we'll start the DLC and then get started after that into uh, the season two tower. And if it doesn't add story stuff, I'm a little sad. I was really hoping we were going to get a couple different maps. Some Even if we return, even if we return to locations that we'd already been to and it told a different story and had like a different variation of a boss in it, it'd still be kind of cooler, right? That'd still be give me enough incentive to come back and play more. Because the first, the idea of season two, I was like, oh, this is great. You know, we're going to finish Minecraft Dungeons. We'll finish the DLC. We'll do the season stuff. And then every time a new season starts, we can just come back and play a little bit more. You know, do this next little story thing. I don't know if that's going to be the case. I bet once we get the next Minecraft update, 1.19, I bet we're going to be in a place where they're going to be able to add in another DLC for Minecraft Dungeons. And I bet positive it would be all about the deep dock right all the like how the world's be how we can explore deeper underground <laughs> man i'm poor sorry just a random thing that's how good Sudoku. so i i think that'd be really cool i i bet they would do that it'd be i think it'd be silly for them not to i'm still blown away by how few people stream minecraft dungeons and how uh, how frequently people are looking. I mean, people aren't like craving Minecraft Dungeons content, but there I'm surprised how many new people we've met every we've done Minecraft Dungeons every Monday for the last. Has it been three weeks now? And every time we get an in, we get a relatively decent influx of, of new viewers that uh, we've never seen before. And it, they just they end up getting there because the Minecraft Dungeons directory is so small. And I think most of the people that we've seen streaming in it are at one to two viewers. So we just immediately we rank at the top and then uh, and then people stop by and say hi, which is kind of cool. My only complaint. Is that uh, most of the people we've I mean, not most of the people, some of the people we've met through it are 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 very um, they're real. They're really into Minecraft Dungeons, which there's nothing wrong with that, but. Uh, I just want to I just want to play it casually. <laughs> I'm just there for the story and to punch some things and to carry on. And I, they keep talking to us about all these different. Uh, it's like, oh, yeah, if you go and you can do this to grind for these items. And then once you finish that, you go to get these. It's like, whoa, 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 no, 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 I'm just I just I'm, I'm just here to casual. Right. I play Minecraft to build stuff and I play Minecraft Dungeons to read stuff. <laughs> That's how I play Minecraft Dungeons. And that is how I would like my life to be. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping they do some more stuff. I think by the looks of it, the DLCs for Minecraft Dungeons are shorter than the main thing, which is fair, right? DLCs aren't normally meant to add massive long things into video games, although I would be fine if it uh, if each DLC was the same length as the the main the main Minecraft and all of its missions. But I don't know. We'll see. There's also some weird mission that we can do that's on the DLC side, but we could do it for free. And I don't know if that's because it's some sort of special event or what it is. Oh, the only other thing I've got to say about it is I was reading a little bit to do with the, the tower because I was curious if it was something I, I felt like I needed to do before the new update came in. And uh, yeah, I think it kind of is because... There are some really cool sounding levels and, and parts of it. So each level of the tower is almost like a brand new thing. 
where one level we might be fighting a bunch of mobs climbing stairs and the second one we might be on a boat floating across water fighting a bunch of things that way and then it just keeps changing so there's so many different things in it and i i'm really excited and it, i get mixed results anybody we talk to uh that's big into minecraft dungeons like oh yeah the tower is easy but when i read stuff online they're like oh man the tower is so tough <laughs> so i don't know I don't know how it's going to be. I'm hoping it's going to be somewhere kind of in the in the middle ground, but we'll we'll see where it goes. So uh, I did find something weird. If you guys want to try it. Uh, apparently, right, there's a bunch of different personalities that sharks have. <laughs> and it's been a while since we've done one of these. Right. So let me uh let me send you guys this bad boy <laughs> if you're interested. And once you click on the link, the picture looks so dumb, but I love it. But it's let's determine your shock personality. All right, <laughs> that sounds so dumb. What uh you know they make it sound so cool with the description here, where it's few animals are as fascinating as sharks. They're one of the oldest creatures on the planet with evolutionary roots that began hundreds of millions of years ago. Plus, there are hundreds of species, and each one boasts a variety of unique characteristics. Some are terrifying creatures that dominate the sea and devour everything in sight, while others are basically sea kittens. They can be extremely social and swim in schools with hundreds of other sharks, or they can be introverted loners who avoid all contact. Uh, whatever your nature is, there's a shark species that is remarkably similar to you. Apparently. <laughs> Are you ready to see what your shark personality is? I don't know if we can get questions in the same order. But, uh, the first one I've got here is what kind of seafood do I like most? And now, I'm not a huge seafood fan. Right? I, I mean, I like seafood, but I don't go out of my way to eat it all the time. But our options here are caviar, though shrimp will do in a pinch. I don't know if I've ever had caviar before. If I've had caviar, it's in sushi, and I didn't know that it was called caviar. I just, because I think caviar is fish eggs, isn't it? Uh, we also got cool foods like eel and squid, selfish like clam and oyster. I don't really like seafood. Definitely lobster or crab or tiny stuff like sardines or anchovies. Not a fan of sardines and anchovies. Shellfish like clam and oysters. Those are okay. I don't really like seafood. Actually, I kind of, I don't mind seafood, so I don't think I can go with that answer. Definitely lobster or crab. Cool foods like eel and squid and then caviar, though shrimp will do in a pinch. I think I'm going to go with lobster and crab. I don't like cracking open lobster shells because it's really messy and I don't like that. But when you go to eat it, it's really good. So I think I'm going to go with that, uh, that answer for me. The next question is, where in the world would you like to visit most? <laughs> maybe canada i mean i'd kind of like to visit canada definitely hawaii somewhere like peru or chile california australia or india oh peru or chile california australia hawaii or india oh excuse me i think of all these options definitely canada because i love canada i don't really want to go explore or travel anywhere so i think we're gonna go hawaii because Hawaii sounds fun, right? Let's go Hawaii. Okay. Would you consider yourself a good swimmer? I basically just sink to the bottom. I'm not very good at swimming. I'm a pretty good swimmer. Nothing is faster than me once I'm in the water. Not really. I just like to float lazily or I'm one with the, one of the best swimmers around. I don't think I'm a very good swimmer. I'm an okay swimmer. 
But uh, I, d I definitely don't just sink to the bottom. I, I do okay. But I'm not a very good one. I know a couple... I'm yeah. We're just gonna stick with that. I'm not very good. I I'm I'm familiar with the idea of it, but I'm not a I'm not fancy or a professional. What is your absolute favorite shark movie? I don't really care for shark movies. Uh, Jaws without a doubt. I've always loved Shark Tale. I mean, Shark Tale's not bad. Does does Finding Nemo count? Definitely Shark Man. The clear winner is Sharknado. Mako the Jaws of Death. I think we're going with Shark Tale, right? Shark Tale, hoo ha ha. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen that movie. The next one we've got is if friends were described, if if friends were to describe your personality, what would they say? I'm the cute one in the group. They'd say I was the one one of the gentlest people they know. They would describe me as a social butterfly. They'd say I'm chill but a bit lazy. They'd point out that I could be kind of aggressive. They'd say I'm always rushing around. Okay, so they definitely wouldn't say I'm the cute one. They definitely point out I can be aggressive. I don't think they would do that. They'd say I'm chill but a bit lazy. Uh, I don't think they would say that either. Although I think I would answer that for myself. They'd say I was one of the gentlest people they know. They would describe me as a social butterfly. They would say I'm always rushing around. I feel like we're going to go with the rushing around. Maybe? Oh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me indeed. I think that's what we're going to go for. All right, what feature of yours are you most proud of? My skin is gorgeous. I have beautiful teeth. My face is perfect. My bottomless stomach, my eyes are stunning. I've never thought about it. Hmm... What feature of yours are... So what am I most proud of about myself? I would probably have to say... I don't know. I mean, I've never really thought about it much before. But if I had to pick one, it'd be my bottom... It'd be the bottomless stomach. But maybe we'll go with I've never thought about it much before. Because I would... That's... I've. Yeah, we're going to go with that. That's the safe answer, right? What do you love to do when you have some free time? Sit around and do nothing. That's not an option. Oh, chillax. Oh, chill out and relax at home. Go for a hike, go hunting, try out new foods, going shopping, hanging out with all my friends. It's definitely chill out and relax at home. That is my go-to thing. What climate is just perfect for you? I can thrive pretty much anywhere. It has to be hot and sunny. I love tropical areas. Not too hot, not too cold would be ideal. Somewhere dark and rainy, or I like places that are a bit colder. I, honest to God, I like places that are a bit colder. I love cold weather because I love wearing sweaters. I love wearing uh, plaid long sleeve shirts. And you can't really do that in tropical areas. Can't, you know, it sucks when it's dark and rainy. Uh, not, too, not too cold would be ideal. That's kind of like a neutral thing. I don't know. I think we're going to go with a bit colder because then I'm, I generally always get to wear what it is that I like. So I think we're going to go 100% with that answer. Uh, all right. When you go out to eat, you always order something small like a salad. It depends on the restaurant and who I'm with. Um, dude, how long is this quiz? Are you guys done this yet? I'm on question nine. What are you guys on? You're not done yet either? Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, it depends on the restaurant uh, and who I'm with. A massive meal that will fill me up. Lots of appetizers. Anything I'm not a picky eater, I don't eat out. Ooh. What? Oh my goodness. We might be ending this early so I can go to bed so I'm up in time for the launch of the server. But a massive meal that will fill me up. It depends on the restaurant and who I'm with. Anything I'm not a picky eater, lots of appetizers, something small like a salad. I feel like a massive meal that will fill me up 
or anything I'm not a picky eater. Because I'll, I'll pretty much eat anything. But if it's massive and fills me up, that's also great. So maybe we'll just go, we'll go with the, I'm not a picky eater. We're going to go with that. First thing people notice about you is pretty average looking, a pretty big person. I have some unique features, uh, my undeniable good looks, my massive smile, how athletic I am. People don't really notice how athletic I am because I'm not super athletic. I'm not, I'm, is it like tall? Is that what you mean by a pretty big person? Because that's what people, when I was growing up, that's what it used to be. It was like, wow, Spencer, you're so tall. Because I hit my my growth, I grew really fast in the beginning. And then I hit about six one six six two, and then I stopped growing. Um, Let's go with my, we're going to be cocky, and we're going to go my undeniable good looks, right? We were, we were a little relaxed with some of the other answers, so we're going to go a, a little cocky with that one. Uh, what sea creature do you think is scariest? Orcas are the scariest by far. Great white sharks are terrifying. I don't find any sea creatures crazy. Giant squids are the worst. Sea cucumber is so creepy. The blue marlin unnerves me. What is the blue marlin? Have you heard of this? Blue marlin. I didn't type it in right. Oh, it's like a swordfish. That's not a creepy looking fish. Although, I guess... If every single one of these were swimming at me right now, how does a great white shark look, for, look versus an orca? Great white shark. Okay. An orca. I'd be more terrified of the great white shark. We're doing that. Yeah, 100%. Those teeth. Oof. Are you up early or are you more of a night owl? Can I be both? Uh, it takes me a little bit to get going in the morning. I'm up early every morning ready for the day i will not get up unless it's dark out it varies from day to day i'm usually up pretty late it takes me it does take me a little bit to get going in the morning oh dude you're a zebra shark oh Stradaku, that sounds so much fun how many questions did you go through to get to the end what would you name a pet shark if you had one you forgot ah it's all good it doesn't give the numbers the only way i can tell is because it shows me the number up in the browser in the top Okay, what would you name a pet shark if you had one? Chomp, Steve, Nibbles, Shark, Fluffy, or Jump? Definitely Nibbles, or... No, I wouldn't go Fluffy. Nibbles or Steve? But we're gonna go Nibbles, because Steve's usually my go-to name. Uh, you forgot about a lot. There, There's 30 questions? Okay, I'm almost halfway through then. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll speed this up a little bit. What word best describes you? Tired, clever, friendly, gentle, bulge. I think clever. I like to think I'm a pretty clever person. What game would you rather play? Football, tag, soccer, hide and seek. I don't want to play any games or <laughs> hopscotch. Uh, I feel out of all these, I would go with soccer. I really enjoy soccer. Hide and seek can be fun. But if someone said I could only play one of those games for the rest of my life, 100% it would be soccer. Do you like to hang out with large groups or are you more of a loner? I'm cool with groups of any size. I really spend time with other people i like to hang out with a few friends i'm a party animal for most of the day but then i like to be alone it depends on how much energy i have i'm extremely shy i i rarely spend time with other people i feel like that's a fair answer technically i i spend time with them online but if it was in-person interactions there'd be far fewer far less of them pick a snack salad chips popcorn finger sandwiches crackers or fruit slices we're going, I'm craving popcorn right now. We're going to go with popcorn. I might get some popcorn after, after this today. Pick an article of clothing. Blue jeans, stylish sneakers, aviator sunglasses, a graphic tee, a flashy necklace, pajama pants. <sighs> hmm. A graphic tee, 
pajama pants, blue jeans. Oh, this is interesting. Uh, should we go just go with blue jeans? I don't really care for my... Actually, you know, I like stylish sneakers. Let's go styly, styly sneakers. Let's do that. What pattern do you like most? Zebra, floral, herringbone, polka dot... Wait, okay, I gotta look this up. What is a herringbone... Herringbone texture? Or pattern? Herringbone pattern. Okay, so that's what that one is. It's like this, it's like a, a V, but it, or like a check mark that overlaps other check marks. It's weird. Hound's tooth pattern. Oh, that's weird. Okay. All right. You love blue jeans, hence your character's wearing them. <laughs> that's completely flat. I've, I've, I'm, a, I'm more of a, I wear jeans, but if I had to pick between two, I would go with khakis. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a khakis kind of guy. I like my my beige, my beige khakis. <laughs> Speaking of characters, time to change my profile pic. Okay, polka dot, houndstooth, leopard print, zebra print, floral, or herringbone. I think I'm gonna go herringbone. We're gonna go crazy. We're gonna we're gonna go herringbone because it's kind of interesting. What item do you bring into the bathtub with you? A toothbrush, a loofah, your phone, razor, bath salts, rubber duck. Let's go with phone, right? Let's live, <laughs> we like to live dangerously. How do you overcome a tough situation? I ask for help with perseverance, avoid them completely. I put it off into the last possible minute, attack it head on, try a bunch of different solutions. I'm a try a different, so bunch of different solutions kind of person for the most part. Sometimes, not so much when I don't feel confident in it, but I feel like that's a safe one here. What word sums up your sense of adventure? Spontaneous, daredevil, wild, calm, cautious. We have to go spontaneous, right? <laughs> we we have to what kind of animals do you like most large majestic creatures big lovable goofballs the ones that look sleek and cool strange looking ones animals i can relate to small and adorable friends i think it's the big lovable goofballs those are the kind of animals that i love right like my dog buddy he's just a big 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 lovable goofball uh, what shark names from other languages do you like most gatuxio mako batanding Cipraya? Requin Martu? We're gonna go with the Mako, because the Mako is a is the name of a ship, I believe, in an anime. I don't remember which one. Uh, you you want to squeeze Buddy so much fluff? He would hate that so much. He is so 100% completely against that. Hey, Black Blue Wolf, it's good to see you. Welcome, welcome. Okay, the next one we got here is when you see the word shark, what pops into your head first? Is it animal, plush, poker business fish or scary honestly it's animal but i think it's because i read the word animal first <laughs> so i don't know i could be biased because of that but we're gonna we're gonna pick that for our answer mm, fish hey liz Wiz, it's good to see you welcome welcome what system do you prefer using to talk about your personality the big five myers-briggs astrology several of these graphology none of these okay I don't believe Myers-Briggs is a proper way to tell someone what your personality is, but I think it's a brilliant way to be able to learn or to be able to start learning more about who you are as a person. So I think because of that, we're going to go with Myers-Briggs. How good of an angler are you? 
I go fishing to relax. No, not even a bit. One of the best. I have literally never gone fishing. The best without doubt. Pretty much the worst. Decent. I'm okay at fishing. I'm okay. You don't know what any of those are. That's completely fair, Godrill. If you ever go on a big stint where you start Googling, like, who am I? What is my personality? You'll encounter a bunch of those. <laughs> when I was... When I was... 18 or 19 there was a there was a girl i was dating that was really big into the myers-briggs tests so uh she had us uh we ended up doing a couple of the tests to get an idea of what our personalities were and then from there it was just kind of this neat thing of reading about it and being like oh i kind of relate to some of these things but then reading other personality parts and be like oh i kind of relate to those and then from there i wanted this big like it was like a, a good probably a couple months where I just started looking in through uh, all that kind of stuff is that like the infj stuff yeah i believe so when I first, the first many times that uh, I tried, like I did one of the Meyer Briggs ones, I believe I was an INTP. I believe that's what mine was. But then out of curiosity, every once in a while out of curiosity, I just do another one of the tests just to see if it's changed, like with the answers. And most of the time it usually stays the same, but it was, it was always INTP for the longest time. And then for the last two years... It's every time I've gone to do one of them, it's been an INFP. But I always, um, oh shoot, I forget what the num what the letters are. Uh, I think, I'm I think I've always been pretty much, for the most part, I my my first three letters fluctuate a bunch because it's like introverted and extroverted, um, and then it's intuitive and sensing and then it's oh i don't even remember what they are let's look okay let me look this up quickly because i'm curious uh myers briggs letters right okay so that you have the idea the the most basic that it is is uh if anybody's curious about it actually here i can send can i link this Copy here, save image as, and then I'll add this into the discord. This is like the basic idea of it. Oh, excuse me. So you've got your, um, shoot. I just had a link here. Where is it? Yeah. So you, you've got, there's four different letters you typically have and it floats back and forth between the other one where it's like, are you more extroverted or introverted? Are you more sensing or intuitive? Are you more thinking or feeling? Are you more judging or perceiving? It's a very complicated thing. Uh, and it's very weird. And if you guys ever decide to do one of these tests to see what kind of personality trait you have, take it with a grain of salt. Look at, look at it as a cookie cutter thing, right? Uh, and, you know, you can never fit perfectly into a cookie cutter but you can use the cookie cutter to, to learn more about yourself and to kind of explore other elements it's 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 a weird thing but uh, yeah i was generally for all of them i will now base my personality off of my results well good <laughs> i'm happy for you Liz. <laughs> i pre i would usually get fairly high introversion and then my thinking and feeling would kind of be close to 50-50. And then I would fluctuate back and forth between sensing and intuition. But I was almost always like 80% perceiving and then 20% less judging, which I thought was kind of neat. 
So I was always INTP, and then for a while I was ENTP, and now I I think when I do this stuff, uh, I've been getting INFPs recently. So it's in some ways it's kind of neat to do the test every year and just see how you answer the questions differently, just to see how you've grown and changed as a person. That's the biggest thing I like to use it for. But uh, okay, let's. <laughs> sorry, we we went on a weird little thing there. Let's. Uh, Let's get back to, I got two questions left, I think, for this. For the for what kind of shark personality do I have? Uh, what job sounds the coolest to you? Professional athlete, business executive, woodworker, food critic, biologist, veterinarian. Okay, professional athlete sounds very... Like, it sounds like a lot of work. Woodworker might not be bad. Biologist also sounds like a lot of work. Veterinarian sounds like a lot of work. Business executive, you know, going in on that corporate Minecraft grind, I'm all in for. I honestly think, though, looking at all of them again, I my top three are either business executive, food critic, or biologist. I know they're all kind of all over the place, but it'd be kind of fun to be a food critic, right? Going around, yeah, right? Wolf, Wolfie, you want pizza? I love pizza. How great would it be to just to be a food critic where you just go around trying pizzas for a week, right? You just go around each bunch of different restaurants, you eat some pizza and be like, hmm, this is wonderful. The only thing that I would hate is if you're one of those food critics that brings your dumb little food dish with you so that you can eat something, chew on it, and then spit it into the thing so that you don't fill yourself up and ruin your your hunger palate. That's <laughs> the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my entire life. We're going to go business executive, though, so we can go in with that corporate Minecraft grind, right? Because that's, that's the end goal. That's the dream. Now, the next thing we've got here is what? Or you see your friend on the street, your go-to greeting is a big old grin, Waving both hands wildly above your head, a massive bear hug, a head nod, a fist bump, a shy wave. Uh, well, not a big old grin. I'll do something more than that. A head nod, that's a little too casual. A shy wave. It's, oh my god, excuse me. You want to be Fieri? <laughs> you want to be Guy Fieri? Well, uh, Liz, you know, as as long as you have a dream and something that you're aiming for, that's what's important, right? As long as you've got a target to shoot for, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, another nice little salute. <laughs> I think we're going to go for a fist bump. I wouldn't really do a fist bump, but I feel like the fist bump's on the same wavelength as like, a, oh, hey, how you doing? The wave kind of thing, right? We're going to go with that. Now, I think this is the final question here. Hey, Overdrive, it's good to see you. Welcome, welcome. Or Arkham, who knows? You could be either or. <laughs> At this point, I never know. Because <laughs> if you were Arkham and you were clever and you were uh, you disguised yourself as Overdrive, pretending to be Sigmination, that'd be pretty be pretty big brain of a move there, right? What is the most fun water activity? I think this is the final question. Is it taking a bath, surfing, kayaking, deep sea diving, swimming a marathon, or paddleboarding? Okay, all right. Water activity. I don't think swimming a marathon sounds like an activity, right? Sure, paddleboarding can be an activity. Surfing can be an activity. Kayaking can kind of be... Yeah, yeah just, just your casual marathon. <laughs> you would say paddleboarding? Is paddleboarding where you just paddle around while laying on a board? It's peaceful? Oh, dude, that actually does sound really nice. Although taking a bath... Is taking a bath an activity? 
That's actually a good question. If is taking a shower or a bath more of an activity or a job? Right? Or is it, does it depend on the person? Either way, that's a dangerous place to go. There's tons of psychological things we could we could go with that. We're gonna go with paddleboarding. All right. Are you ready? What did we get for your guys' answers so far? We got a zebra shark from Sir Duku. That was <laughs> Sir Duku's uh, personality is a zebra shark. We got for Godrill a cat shark. You are the cat shark from a glance. These fish don't even look like sharks. They're shy, nocturnal, and notoriously poor swimmers. You're introverted, but attract others regardless. Small and adorable things probably grab your interest the most. Aw, that's actually really nice. So I got the Mako shark. Oh, you didn't see the test link? Oh, yeah. If you Quickly scroll up, grab the link. There's 30 questions. Pound through it if you guys want. We'll still be here. Yeah, I got the Mako shark. You are the Mako shark. These sleek creatures are the fastest known shark species, but are also among the most intelligent. Yes! Score! You love to experience new things, and your hobbies keep you active. Yes! Score! You hear that, guys? I'm super intelligent. Only the biggest brain moves are coming from this location. <laughs> Read it and weep, boys. Read it and weep. The Mako... The Mako pronounced with the A sound? That's what I got. How do you pronounce Mako? Let's find this out. Mako shark. How to pronounce. Oh, it's the Mako shark. It's a Mako shark. Cool. So I pronounced it wrong. Uh, already kind of questioning the most intelligent part, you know. <laughs> but that's cool. I like the Mako shark. Although it, the only thing that sucks, right, is uh, there's so many jokes people could use about it uh, making fun of me, calling me be like the Mako shark, more like the makeout shark. It's just, I don't know why my, my head went there, but it almost, when you say Mako shark, it almost sounds like you're saying makeout shark. So that's the only downside to being the most intelligent and fast species in the world. Great, now I'm fixated on pizza. Well, Wolfie, just go order some pizza. Go drive down to your local pizza delivery place and be like, oh, excuse me, I would like one of your finest pizzas. And then see what one they offer you and then reject that and then just get your normal one, right? That's how. That's what we all do anyways, right? <laughs> we, all, we all look at the menu when we go to the restaurant. We see a hundred different options. We go for the same thing that we've gone every time, but we always ask, what are your specials today? Hoping to see that maybe we're going to get something different. But deep down we know, we're only asking it because it's become a habit at this point. It's not because we actually want the special. We know what we want. It's the same thing. But we just want to think that we want something else so that when we come back to grab what we actually want, it makes it feel like it was more of a proper decision and not just something strictly based out of habit because we're just creatures of habit, right? Uh, I, had a, I had a big brain further. I wasn't sure where I was going after that. <laughs> Do you guys have any go-to foods when you were growing up? Mine was chicken fingers and french fries. Didn't matter what restaurant we went to. Fancy or a fast food place. It was just, all right, do you have chicken fingers and french fries? No? Crap. <laughs> enchiladas. What are enchiladas? The name sounds familiar. 
Actually, here, give me, give me a sec here. I'm gonna look up enchiladas. How to pronounce? Let's do this. Oh, I was saying right, enchiladas. Okay, cool. I got that right. Has anyone watched In Space with Markiplier? What is In Space with Markiplier? In Space with Markiplier. Oh, dude, it just came out seven hours ago. Uh, no, but I'm gonna be watching that immediately after we wrap this up. I'm gonna go put some popcorn in the microwave, and then uh, watch this, and then uh, go to bed to play uh, play stuff. In the you're talking about in space with Markiplier without me, Liz. We're technically no, you're here with us right now. We're talking about it. Please don't talk about it though, because I haven't seen it yet. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's about. But uh, it's been so long since I've even looked at Markiplier's YouTube channel. Should we should we go to YouTube.com/Markiplier? YouTube.com. I'm trying to remember the last stuff. It's been a long time since I've watched this channel. I'm trying to remember what the last things are of his that I watched. I feel like there's, I think... I was watching, he used to, it was a bunch of like big, long Let's Play. Oh, he went into a bunch of horror games recently. Yeah, okay, that might have been why I stopped watching his stuff. <laughs> I hate horror games. Wait, it's a choose-your-own-adventure? <gasps> oh, dude. That's so cool. He's he Every once in a while, he's trying these just super crazy cool things. He's, he's an inspiration. Uh, but yeah, there was a period of time where I was watching... It was some of his Let's Play stuff, then I stopped watching him for a while, and then I got back him into watching his content for a while, and it was when he was doing a bunch of, like, the laugh, the you laugh, you lose stuff, which was kind of fun. Uh, I'd suggest doing a Heist with Markiplier first, because it's going to get confusing fast. Oh, okay, I think I heard about Heist with Markiplier, but I never actually watched that. Okay, so I'll watch Heist with Markiplier first. And then we'll watch, and then uh, we'll watch. Uh, I don't think there's any way that we could watch it. Uh, then I'm going to do the other one after. <laughs> Spen, you're dead to me, doesn't know what an enchiladas is. I don't, I didn't know what it, oh, that's right. I was looking up what enchiladas were. And then I, uh, for, also, uh, by the way, you know, guys, uh, head to YouTube. Uh, I posted a short earlier. It's, uh, you know, help support your favorite, your favorite content creator. <laughs> Uh, okay, we're and I, I gotta look up enchiladas again. It's gone from here. Okay, what is? Hey Google, what is an enchilada? I spelled it wrong. There we go. An enchilada is a corn tortilla rolled around a filling and covered with a savory sauce. So it's like a burrito. What's the difference between a a burrito and an enchilada? I'm sure some of you are just like slamming your fists into the keyboard right now. Let's Google this. What is the difference between an enchilada? Oh, it's the, oh, that's the very first thing at the top. A lot of people ask this. One of the main differences between enchiladas and burritos is that an enchilada is usually made with corn tortillas and a burrito is made with flour. The second difference between the two is that you eat enchiladas with a fork. They are covered in sauce. Burritos can be handheld. So, wait, how does that work then? 
so an inch oh i'm seeing some pictures of them okay all right i get that all right i see that that makes sense that's crazy so there's really not much of a difference besides like an ingredient essentially it's just a different kind of of soft shell that wraps it and it's just covered in sauce so if i took realistically if i took a burrito and i put it on a plate put some rice beside it and then this black potato mush looking thing and then covered it in gravy it's now an enchilada right or is this me saying something super offensive i feel like right so i'm just saying it this way in a sense to be like, that's the difference between the two, right? <laughs> Wolfie's like, no. <laughs> right? I mean, oh, oh, Liz, you got your lids got the cat shark as well. Nice. You're the cat shark. From a glance, these fish don't even look like sharks. They're shy, nocturnal, and notoriously poor swimmers. You're introverted, but you attract others regardless. Aw. I think that's wonderful. I think cat shark is a great answer. I mean, it's not as great as the Mako shark. Let's be honest. But <laughs> Mexican food is basically all the same, just uh, presented differently. It consists of tortilla, meat of some kind, cheese, and beans. Okay, well, that's fair. <laughs> Wolfie's just going to be screaming at us. Wolfie, it's fine. Overdrive, or now, which was now known as sig sig sigmination. It's so hard to say that sometimes. Uh, is uh, is from is from Texas and knows everything. Okay, <laughs> right. Overdrive is my expert when it comes to anything to do with Mexico. I would say Tag is my expert, but Tag's not here right now, so Tag doesn't get to be my expert. Burrito, chalupa, quesadilla, tacos—all the same, just different configs. Cool. Kind of like how French fries, poutine, same thing, just different configs. I was trying to think of other what other what other things are made of just mostly okay. What other okay, what other foods consist of mostly French fries? All I'm getting is a bunch of pictures of French fries. I should have seen that coming. I'm getting foods that go with fries. Okay, maybe it's just poutine and fries, right? Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> Wolfie does not approve. <laughs> Stop, you're making me hungry. You know what I could go for right now more than anything else? I would love a giant, juicy double cheeseburger right grease rolling off no okay not rolling off but like slightly you know uh dripping off the edge of the burger being absorbed by the bun you know the crispy lettuce nice bit of ketchup a tomato a little bit of pickles some salt and some pepper some beautiful secret sauce to go on to oh man <laughs> my mouth is basic look 
a shark could live inside my mouth right now. That is how much I am salivating over that. <laughs> Off topic, so I was taking the quiz, but I'm currently doing a flow chart of every possible ending to do, uh, or ending to in space with Markiplier. Dude, that's awesome. So how does he do the stuff? Because for a while you used to be able to do those kinds of videos on YouTube by uh, getting to a certain section and being able to choose these different annotations that would take you to different parts of the video. Does he just have like 30 videos and a bunch of them are unlisted and you just watch to the end and then you choose what option out of the two you're going to do? That's it. Yep. Oh, dude, that's genius. I wonder if there's a way that we can set that up and uh, more like a hundred or more unlisted. Oh, so he put a ton of work into this, dude. Oh my God, I'm so excited for this though. He has 50 endings for this one. Whoa. I wonder how long he was working on this. Wow. So how many endings? It's been two years of production. Dude, that is so cool. Wait, wasn't he on... He was on a couple late night talk shows. Was it for this one or was it for a heist with Markiplier? I remember seeing him talking with, it was either Conan O'Brien or Jimmy Fallon. And there was a question that was asked. And I remember in his interview, it was probably the heist. I remember in his interview, him, someone asking him question, or him being asked about what it was like starting up being a content creator or something like that. And he, he was, he told a story that he'd never said before. And it was that, uh, and it was a terrible thing to say online because <laughs> it's a terrible influence to give kids. But it was basically like for the, there was, a, I think a, a year long period where he was making YouTube content, but he was lying to his mom and telling his mother that he was going to university. And so he would tell her he was off to university for the day. And instead he would go to a coffee shop and he would sit there for a couple hours and then go home after. <laughs> And then you can see he was just like, I don't know if I should be saying this. And then I think it was maybe I think it was Conan O'Brien. He just had this look on his face like <laughs> you probably shouldn't be saying that. Oh, man. Yeah, he did that for a long while. Yeah, that's crazy. I only I only went to work like that once. There was a job that I really hated. And one of the one day I just decided I'm not going into work today. I still drove into the city, but I went to the local Oh, I don't remember what it was called, but it was basically this building. It was this uh, place you'd go into and it had, it had like hundreds of computers set up. It was basically like a big gaming center where you would just go and rent a computer desk for, uh, for a couple hours. And, uh, uh oh, excuse me. Yeah. I would go and, uh, I did that once. It was pretty bad, but Spencer, am I weird? Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. You've been watching him since 2013. Nice. I'm trying to, I wonder if I can find the oldest video of Markiplier. Cause I, I think I found Markiplier around the time when, cause I was watching, I think, I think my very first let's play video I ever watched of a, of a person playing a video game was PewDiePie playing some sort of money heist third person shooter game 
where it was like on a rooftop of a building. I remember being like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Who would want to watch someone play video games? This is ridiculous. And then later on, I found Tobuscus. I think it was a, it was a couple months later and I, I was huge into Tobuscus. I loved watching all of his stuff. And then eventually I found Markiplier and I started watching him. And then I, and then I got back and then I, I re re kind of went back to try and watch stuff from Markiplier. Cause I was like, you know what? I bet I could learn a bunch of stuff from this guy. So then I started watching Mark or not Markiplier. Sorry. Um, PewDiePie. And so I got really into PewDiePie for a while. And, uh, I, I, I never really got super into Jacksepticeye's content, but whenever someone talks to me about advice for starting content creation, whether it's streaming or YouTube videos, I always recommend, or not always, but a lot of the time I like to try and recommend, if I can remember, to go and go to Jacksepticeye's YouTube channel and look at his very first video he ever uploaded. I think it was like an hour and a half long. He was playing Rust, I believe. No webcam. He sounded bored. He sounded like he wasn't enjoying playing it. And I was like, look at that. Look at the very first video he ever uploaded. And look at the stuff he 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 started making like a year later. And look at the huge difference. That's basically what it is. You just got to start making stuff and then go back. And I, I don't know. Okay, I don't know why I'm going off on that content, but <laughs> top of the morning to you. Oh, man. I I don't know if you guys have seen this yet. I, uh, Tommy and it has not his like main YouTube channel, but his, his side channel. Well, I mean, it's almost like a main channel with the views he gets on it, but the ones where he does his vlogs, he, they, he just put one out where he went to a water park to basically play this version of like tag at the water park. And he had, he had Jacksepticeye there and it was amazing. Jacksepticeye was kind of playing the villain of the whole thing. It was such a good video. Fun fact, he forced himself to have an American accent because he didn't think people would like his Irish accent. Is that why he sounded the way he did in the very beginning? Wow. That's crazy. I had no idea. Well, good for him for changing it. God, these guys, so many of these guys are just super talented and super entertaining. I hope someday to be a fraction of the entertainment value that they, they are able to provide. That's, that's the lifelong dream. If I can just get to a fraction of that, then I'm, I'm set. I'm set for life. <laughs> but we're at the hour mark. I want to get some sleep because I want to be up 7 a.m. Mountain Time. Oh yeah, we're gonna be starting our new. We're gonna be starting the uh project uh, Aussie project Aussie. I had a hard time saying that. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Have yourselves a fantastic rest of your day. Maybe I'll see you tomorrow. Maybe I won't. But if not, you know, maybe another time. Goodbye, everybody. You're gonna keep doing the flowchart. <laughs> Good luck, Liz. Uh, you can't see it right now, but I'm saluting. And that's another episode. Thanks for hanging out this far, and if you want to catch more of my content, there's a link to my Discord in the podcast episode notes. And if you want to catch this podcast live, you can do so at 8 p.m. Mountain Time every Monday. We're hanging out talking in our Discord server. You can also find me on youtube.com slash spontaneous with weekly uploads on Fridays, as well as I'm live on twitch.tv slash spontaneous every Monday to Thursday, 8 a.m. Mountain Time to around 10 a.m., sometimes even a little longer. Depends on what we're doing. 